0: Just, just pause for a minute, Tom. We'll just sit casually, wait for it to,
1: to go live. Just <laughs> is it, it? That's the thing, isn't it? it it's, yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? It's just sort of, yeah. <laughs> I may just put my trousers <laughs> on, not you can see. Yeah. You know, it doesn't
0: matter. Hey, but... To be honest, we're privileged you've done that this time, Tom. To be honest, you know. <laughs> hey, making a lot of fuss oh. over a little thing, but uh, never mind. Come on, come on. Yeah, how, how you doing? Man? Well, I'm, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Welcome to episode ten. I can't.
1: Where's that gone?
0: Unbelievable, Where it? has
1: that gone? It's unbelievable. Yeah, it is absolutely unbelievable.
0: Um, it, and and yeah. and what I'm loving, and, and I've got to say it again at the get go for everybody who's watching. Thank you so much to everybody that uh, that that watches this. Yeah. Uh, Although I'm trying to, I don't, I'm hoping that it's, it's all working I mean, we're getting uh, messages get some coming. comments. Yes, get messages. Just not refreshing yeah. the number of viewers at the minute, but hello, Pete Spiller. Good to see one of our, uh, our own there and Tim Perry from the Orange Army Evening. All hope you're well. We are. Thank you very much. Uh, ben Hay- Haywood Evening. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I genuinely am. But the bad news is Tom, I think we're getting to the end of the, uh, the sunny weather.
1: Apparently so. Yeah. Mm. It's, um, it's going to, it looks like it's going to be raining, isn't it? For,
0: uh, from Wednesday, I think, Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but... Quick, quick gas, grass cutting tomorrow and then uh, it'll be ready.
1: Oh, you're, you know, I haven't got any grass to cut. So, yeah, luckily. Luckily for me. But uh, we don't, come on, people don't want to hear about our grass cutting, do they? Come on, Chris. We don't.
0: We don't. I was just making sure we're just giving it a moment. We've got Nigel Forrest from uh, up in uh, uh, Alton Park, one of the... Uh, Nickelbrook Hardcore, he's here as well. Rob Jones, Evening Boys. Oh, uh, he can't stay away, mate. The superstar, superstar, Rob Jones. Uh, Big Nafe Evening, lads. Uh, Obviously, Sam's there posting on behalf of Castle Coombe. Got a question, Frames. Pop it in the comments. Do. Dave Rogers. Oi, oi, dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. Uh, He's watching (laughs) as well. But absolutely. this. uh, In fairness, Tom, I've got to say that uh, this was... (laughs) I've just got to pick up on this. Pete Pete Spiller's not the first person to say this. (laughs) We have to keep watching this. Tom hasn't been in the same room twice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that one up on the screen because uh, that that is. There's oh. been quite a few people have been saying that, mate. <laughs> it's, just, it's because
1: of the internet connection. I've had no, to try. I'm... Basically, um, yeah. This one I've done twice. This this position, hopefully, <laughs> done quite well. The conservatory didn't work very well. The spare no, bedroom, didn't. the spare bedroom um, was hit and miss. And the lounge is a no-go. The uh, top of the stairs, the top of the stairs is a bit dark, but uh, yeah.
0: Apart from someone that, Dilly Dilly Tim. That that, yeah. Someone did say you've done the top of the stairs, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, I hey, did. I, I missed yeah. that part." Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, is
2: the event uh, happening uh, in
0: June? Not. Dilly Dilly Tim was the men I went. I meant to show there. Dilly Dilly, dilly, dilly yeah. Tim instead of Tom. Uh, but is the event happening in June? Which one's that going to be?
1: JDM, I assume, that's probably what they're asking about. Uh, Yeah, I mean, who knows at the moment? At the moment, we're waiting uh, to hear about lockdown. Once a minute we hear about the end of lockdown and and about social distancing, then we can obviously make a decision. But um, unfortunately, at the moment...
0: This is the issue, victim of its own successes for those shows. I absolutely love being on the mic for those, contrary to what you say, Tom, Um, uh, because the atmosphere is just electric in the paddock and everywhere, isn't it? And wandering around, catching up with everyone. And that's the point, is it's just rammed full of people. Yeah, there's no way we can keep two meters apart. No,
1: no, I think yeah, exactly. I, I, Chris, I don't want to dwell it because I don't want to think about it. Because, like I said, who knows? It, you know, who knows what the government are going to say and do. I, I um, feel, I feel bad. So, like I've we'll been your,
0: uh, your, your, your counsellor for a second there, mate. So I will. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll let it go. Um, this, uh, this guest was your idea, Tom. You and I have loved jumping on the microphone yep. um, for for the drift part of the displays at these action days. And yeah, that was the first opportunity I ever got to see them. And, and and I remember you said, right, come on, we're going to actually commentate on this. yeah. And I was really nervous. But the beauty of it is, is you just get to lose yourself in the extraordinary entertainment that is drifting.
1: Oh, definitely, Chris. There's nothing like it. I've, I'm, I've been involved with drifting on and off now for oh, about 11 years, 12 years almost. Um, and that actually started at Coombe when we had the JDM All-Stars at JAP first and I was involved with that. And it sort of morphed into various different things and then I got involved with Castle Coombe. And what I lo- uh, found was there's a lot of local and we'll hear about more about that things. But people love it. I mean, they, it's the, the noise, the excitement, the what they're doing. Um, they put those cars, you know, under a lot of pressure, <laughs> but they entertain. The other thing is they massively want to entertain people. Um, and I've had young and old and we've had lots and lots and lots of people uh that you know who who uh say stalwart race watchers you know race goers and they'll come on they're just they're just like what is you know yeah. they can't get their head around right and i'm sure ames will talked to us more about that but it is it's an amazing sport it is an it, it is fantastic entertaining engaging And uh, you know and i think well really let's just get let's get aims on because that's that's why i wanted her on because i think you know a and also she's flying the flag for the females
0: it, absolutely, but the only thing that I'd question you on this is that you've made us both look even more ugly than normal tonight, to be honest with this, because I'm going to bring in, not it's not hard, but you know, it's like give us a fighting chance for goodness sake, but <laughs> here comes our guest,
2: right. it is
0: Ames Hill, Ames, good evening, how are you?
2: Yeah, I'm good, how are you?
0: Yeah, we're good. Sorry about that. You were in the wings there, uh, sort of like just watching us talking rubbish for a little while there. But but welcome to Coom TV. Um, it, you're not able to entertain us the normal way. You are out in the cars, which is uh, pretty extreme, as you heard us saying there. I'm sure you must be missing that something chronic.
2: Oh, madly, <laughs> honestly, it's rub- this is rubbish, and I'd much rather be in a car than all this deli. But hey,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, the reason why I say that is because of the fact that it is, um, you know, there is a competition element, which we'll talk about in a second, but um, it, it is you are entertainers by nature, literally. And so, therefore, that that innate entertainer must be sort of, and I can relate to this because I want to be in the commentary box, I want to be on the mic, I want to be in front of cameras and all that sort of stuff. The entertainer's just being shut away is not healthy, is it? No. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> you've been working on your car though i hear
2: yeah yeah working on the cars flat out um just trying to get them all finished technically they should have been finished a fair few weeks ago but because of the whole covid19 situation we've just sort of slowed it down a bit and um but yeah the 34 is all good to go as usual she's a good girl and um building a 14 at the moment as well
1: and is, is that the same is that still sorry chris i was gonna say is that still
0: the same color are we are we expect yeah, it? yeah it's
2: still the same with the lumi graphics on it lumi will excellent
0: I'm ironically sorry. that's exactly what I was about to say <laughs> you know the purple with is that that's the purple yeah. one with the day glow yellow wheels isn't
1: it yeah. I said oh, the way you said you've been working on it because I love that photo we used of you, you you in the engine bonnet up and there you are. and I think you know not sounding rude but that sort of gives us some perspective of maybe the people who don't know you
0: because <laughs>
1: obviously you'll look quite big in a car or you'll look the same but <laughs> <laughs> by the wheel but so you're actually in that engine but what were you doing in that dare I ask
2: um, so it was missing a little bit. So I was changing the coil packs, Ooh. but, um, it's obviously quite a yeah. long old engine bay and I'm quite small. So <laughs> I decided to sit on top of it to, um, to change them. Yeah. Oh, excellent,
0: excellent. And Tom, Tom, just have a look on the internet. So you know what that was.
1: Yeah. Well, exactly. No, do, you know, and that was just back to say, Chris, I didn't, but the problem is you're only sexist, do you? But and that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, do you literally, you get hands on and work on your cars you know, do you know the ins and outs? I mean, like yeah, I mean I'm lost. I mean, one goes into the garage and that's it.
2: Um, I do as much as I can, but um I'm really lucky I've got a great team behind me and my partner's really good as well with the cars. Um they everyone helps out, you know, with everything. I sort of pretend to know what I'm doing on certain <laughs> bits, but you know, I can do the normal bits, more technical bits I get Marcus to do. No, that's,
0: that's great. What it's no, careful, no, that's what it's about. It's about having the team there, isn't it? I mean, it it yeah. just goes to show, um, you know, how big it is and why it was important to to sort of like get the representatives from from this side as well. Is that we've got um, the likes of Barney Gale messaging "Hi Chris and Tom, looking forward to this. So I was looking forward to getting you on, aimed." Uh, although you've then got uh, an Orange Army, Sean Lewis. They certainly keep us marshals back. <laughs> yes, I yeah, that's like your active, isn't it? <laughs>
2: The Marshalls
0: love it. Everybody does. I mean, we were talking off air, weren't we, beforehand, about saying that literally as soon as the drift cars come out, the everywhere just vacates and everyone's up against the barriers looking around the circuit. Yeah. Can you feel that when you're out there?
2: Oh, yeah. Honestly, I think the most nervous I've ever been sat in a car is when I'm in the pit wall of Castle Coombe Circuit about to go out. You're like... (laughs)
1: <laughs> not in the wall. That's, that's something yeah. different. You mean in the pit lane? No,
2: not in the wall.
1: In the pit lane, yeah. say, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> no, no. that's, that's poor Sean, bless him. He's normally running around picking up bits of I have been in
2: that day. wall, though, to be fair.
0: Uh, th- but talking about the wall, that's the bit you and I, Tom, tend to go uh, to the, the top floor of the Strawford Centre, so we've got the we view do, yeah. over. And I think we actually watched the pit wall crap itself. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the wall itself—if <laughs> it could—that is what it does. The cars are coming down. I mean, yeah. are you guys as close to that pit wall as it looks like to, to us from the other side?
2: Yeah, sometimes too close. The trick—you don't you really want to hit the grass because if you hit the grass, then you lose the grip, and that's when you're in the wall. So yeah. um, we try and stay away from the the edge too much because you do have that grass along it. Uh, but yeah, we do. Yeah, we do take up the whole track as you have probably witnessed from up there.
0: Yes. Do you, do yeah. you go um, uh, twinning as well with anybody when you're out there?
2: Uh Yeah, sometimes. Um Normally people follow me. Uh, I try to follow people.
0: <laughs> but
2: you're going so fast out there. So, sort of, you know, it is hard. But it, the crowd love it. They love it when all the cars get close together. Yeah. Obviously, the when we get is, out, we're set out a bit spaced. So, you know, you have to catch up with someone or they catch up with you. Yeah.
1: And with twinning, you've got to really know the other person, haven't you? You've got to have a bit of faith.
2: Yeah, or in it, when you're coming over Avon into quarry, if they get it wrong and you're up behind them and you do the same thing, you're going in with them half the time. So yeah, yeah. it is quite... Uh, There's
0: enough videos on YouTube of that as well, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's when it goes quiet. It's when it goes quiet. It's bang and then just goes quiet. That's always the uh, the worry, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and uh, our poor lads in... Yeah, Dave there, poor lads in orange running around.
0: <laughs> collecting all
2: our bumpers and... I I love it when it's the blown
0: tires as well because that means that you guys are really pushing it. And I don't know whether you're aware of this, but where we're um, at the top of the Strawford Centre and we're looking across the circuit, we know where the cars are, even though we can't see the circuit in the far side. You just follow the smoke, (laughs) (laughs) tire smoke, which is why it's a shame whenever it's raining, isn't it? Because we don't get as much of the tire smoke. No. What, yeah, how different is that for you boring. guys in there, though?
2: Um, it used to be quite slippy, and then you you resurfaced quarry. And to be fair, in the wet, even that's still quite grippy now. But you know, it's fun, but it's fun, but it isn't as great in the wet. You can't go as fast, and there's not as much you know drama around, and no smoke. Yeah. And, no, no, it's, that's, that's what people want. Fun. That's what people
1: want. I'm, I mean, I remember seeing a drifting event up here at Wembley a few, a few years ago now. And uh, it was probably one of the first things I'd, I'd sort of really been to. And there was people there with their kids pushed right up the front of the, of the fencing. And there's tyre smoke. And they're breathing this tyre smoking. And I remember coming out covered in like, basically black, coughing. And uh, But people love it, don't they? They Genuinely, they absolutely love the smell of burning rubber, don't they? It's yeah. something else.
2: Yeah, so does the driver.
1: Unbelievable.
2: You know, you know you've had a good day when you come <laughs> home with tyre up your nose and in your ears and your mouth's dry and... <laughs> it all comes out in the shower
1: but but surely though you know it's not cheap you don't want to be bursting your tires do you really that's not that's not the aim of it though is it
2: no no not really because then you're going to wreck your rims and stuff like that um normally for castle coombe everyone runs new tires because three laps maximum you've done a new set of tires up at castle coombe and i think that's what people don't understand is the cost of it as well you're doing a demo but still costing you fuel and getting the cars up there and all the brand new tires and you know, if you have any breakages, yeah, yeah. Like that, it costs, costs a lot of money, but we do it because we love it.
1: No, definitely. No, 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 without a doubt.
0: Obviously, uh, we'll, we'll gradually work through the comments and questions from various people, and we've got some uh, some details on new aims that we're going to go through. But the, the, the most important question of the day, what you got on the go? You ready? <laughs>
2: <laughs> i got gin and a bikini glass. <laughs>
0: I'm safe now drinking this gin because it will never be in a bikini glass.
1: (laughs) Well, you say that, Chris.
0: Well, yeah, it's true. (laughs) You've outclassed us, Ames, definitely. (laughs) Yet again, yet again. I'm impressed that it's gin, though. I am impressed by that. That's (laughs) that's good. Um, Tim Perry, hey, Ames, welcome Queen of Drifters. There you go. One of the Orange Army i think you're supposed to be princess you know you, you, you've got to be above a certain age to be queen of i think but you know that's that's not fair I, i'm gonna ask Kendra. it's a rude question yeah how how old are you now
2: i'm 28
0: 28 that's fine i knew i could ask because both tom and i would just be envious of you of the youth but i'm dragging you down with me tom um, yeah
1: well, yeah <laughs> no, no point in trying to hide it chris's no,
0: exactly no the full head of hair that gives it away for me but um you uh, uh Ames were born into um well, you call it a family of petrol heads um, but it was it, quad bikes and motocross bikes was your 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 starting point really
2: yeah so um my dad's always been into super bikes and motocross and bikes and stuff like that um and when me and my sister about four or five i think we got our first quad bikes so we were little tinies on them uh, and you just Carried on from there, really. The quads just got bigger and faster and turned into cars and cars got bigger and faster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you drove your first car at the age of 10 around the family farm. So you grew up on a on a farm?
2: Yeah, so my mum used to um she used to do like this sponsored ride. So we also had horses um, and people would come and then they'd ride their horses around um this track that she'd make up. Um, and she didn't have anyone to drive the Range Rover and trailer, so she enlisted me to do, it, which was my first driving experience.
0: I'll be honest, with you, I'm quite <laughs> envious of that. That must have been quite cool at that age.
2: Yeah, it was. I could only just well, only just reach the pedals, which isn't much different <laughs> to now, to be fair. But she, uh, no, she she trusted me to drive it round, which was cool. And then she got me a little Metro for a field car after that, and uh, I used to drive that oh. round
0: is is that what because I know that your notes said quad bikes motor uh, motocross bikes and field cars I was like going is that a sport that I'm not aware of or is that <laughs> just that you were driving a car the F- and Cornwall thing? <laughs>
2: no that's me my sister my uncle my cousins driving around like lunatics around the field to be sure. <laughs>
0: Which they actually
2: call Rally Cross now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true.
0: Yeah, <laughs> good point. Yeah, and by the way, rallying experiences are available at Castle Coombe when we're we're open and uh, and operating. Boaches are available. Chris. Oh, come so do available. <laughs> <laughs> um, Where was this farm?
2: Uh, so it's my nan's farm. So it's down in West Camel.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Near Sparkford.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. a bit country. I'm telling you. <laughs> so you got your uh driving license as soon as you turned 17 so literally you were like "I got to get going straight away
2: okay car yes, definitely.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah hence you say and and this is the, the the key thing that stood out for me is that it's not just saying motorsport's always been a passion for you it's the fact that cars and motorsport were a passion for you so you were you were loving the vehicles themselves as well
2: yeah definitely um as soon as i got my first car i started modifying it and you Know cruising around with the cool kids, hanging around in car parks, and um, I think it was a, a week after I passed my test, I managed to somehow roll my 1.1 Saxo. <laughs> um, so I borrowed my Nan's VTR for a bit, and uh, oh my word, bought, oh, that's a bit more like it, it's got a bit more oh. go in it. So, um, yeah, bought a 106 and that was a 1.4 at the time, which I then thought was too slow. So, me and my dad put a one hundred and six
0: GCI engine in it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! They, so they didn't—they didn't learn from the early role, and they just gave you more power. More power,
1: yes, if in doubt, flat out.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was cool. We—I drove around in that probably for eight months, and then my uncle uh, managed to get hold of an S two thousand, and I'd always wanted one, so um, I persuaded him to sell that to me. But uh, when I got it home and my dad lifted the bonnet and saw the supercharger on it, he wasn't too impressed and told my uncle we had to come and take the supercharger off. <laughs> um, to which my uncle said he didn't know how. And if my dad could take it off, then he could do it, which my dad didn't know how. So the supercharger stayed on it. And uh, I got it mapped up, bought it to Castle Coombe, and I think it won uh, power and style
1: back then Oh the Trikey, yeah, yeah. The jack chat first. Yeah. Well yeah. I never. me now Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Trikey or I they're yeah. back yeah. a, few, a few years. Yeah.
0: <laughs> of course the irony is is you you knew exactly how to take that turbo charge turbocharger off, but you claim to know nothing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no idea.
0: Stay on there. <laughs> that was what, what happened? happened to that car, Ames?
2: Um, so I actually sold it to a friend um, he had it for a bit and he brought it back up to Karsakum and it did a few um, it was on the stand up there in, what do you have it now? Top 20 I think it is, or 25 is it you yeah, do top yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, so it was in that and then um, he sold it on now okay. I'm not sure where it is now but, Yeah I'm not
1: remember, There's not a huge amount of these modified around is there? There's a,
2: there's a, there's... No, they're getting more popular though to be fair, um, there's quite a, mm. quite a few now but yeah, they're just quite high insurance and stuff like that because, obviously, yeah. they are two-seater sports cars. So, younger kiddies, I think, struggle now because you have to have all these black boxes. <laughs> sure, my age.
1: Yeah, and they've gone right up in price as well, not they? They've rocketed up as well. The yeah. you know, clean ones have rocketed yeah. up as well.
2: Yeah, um, we'll definitely. Nice, stuff right.
1: Yeah, definitely. No, it's a good investment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Josh, hey, please? can I do drift in my Ford Fiesta? It has a ZTEC. <laughs> Josh, Josh, Josh. (laughs) Josh
2: is actually one of my teammates.
0: (laughs) Is he? I had a suspicion there was a bit more to that.
2: (laughs) No, Josh, you can't do it. I'm sorry.
0: And that team, it's Garage 500, yeah?
2: Yeah, Garage 500. Um, So it's me, my other half, Marcus Clare. He's normally up Castle Coombe in um, a purple S13 or a purple R32. Uh, Ryan Hughes, he's in a blue S14, uh, and Bradley Wall, who's in a either a black R32. Um, he did have a purple 14, but he's just bought a red 14, which was actually one of the OGs of Carthacune Drift in Kyoto Drift, so he's got that now. Oh, uh,
1: okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: There's a
2: few others, but I'm not going to go through the whole team. <laughs>
0: And and that actually is the next part I was going to come on to, is that you basically, and even now by the sounds of it, spend uh, your weekends either fixing or building the cars with your partner and Team Garage 500 or participating in practice days, demonstrations and competitions. Now, this is the thing. We at Castle Coombe only get to see the the demonstrations. And I say only, they're incredible. And it's what's got me absolutely adoring them. Um, but there's there's a whole competition. Now, we're going to have a mixed audience out there. Explain the competition side to us, Ames.
2: Um, So competition, you're obviously set by rules and regulations rather than a demonstration. Um, So you start off with practice. um, So they give you a track layout. You then practice that track layout in the morning. In the afternoon, we normally do qualifying. You get two qualifying runs, um, and then you're judged on your qualifying runs. You then get put into um, like a set order Mm-hmm. and you'll go into what's called battles so depending on where you qualify depends on who you're going to battle uh different championships run it differently um but normally it's like the first three get a pass into the pass in the first battle so they go straight through um and then it's worked sort of down the list that way so top goes with bottom second goes with next one and then uh you do two battle runs so you'll do a lead run and a chase run so the highest qualifier goes first. They do um, the qualifying line, and the chase driver has to then get as close to them as they possibly can, obviously without hitting them. Um, and you judge sort of on your line, the style, how much smoke you're giving out. You know, they love it all. Um, and then you swap round and do it the other way around, um, and judge on that.
1: Yeah, it's it's something else because I remember it, it's it's a completely different, like you say, to the, um, the demos that you guys do, and it's quite it's quite uh, yeah quite, very different. And I think yeah, it's, it's a lot of skill people don't realise do they? Because I think that's it's sometimes tricky, isn't it, to understand from a from. A, I remember when I first saw first competition uh, watched, and it, it was really hard to kind of understand the angles and how close you got together, and then the point score. And I know point scoring is always a massive issue, isn't it with drifting?
2: Yeah, well, it's hard because if you do a race. Normally the first one over the line wins and that's that. That is what it is. But with drifting, you're judged by normally three people and it's mm. what they see and what they like and what they determined is is the points you get. So it, that it's different in that way to normal racing.
1: Yeah. It's like then yeah. going seven, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I've seen, I've heard, I've seen and heard on, you know, um, I'm in the BBC Three years ago I mean there were some huge issues and yeah all top flights of, of, of it and I've, you know people like you say can be quite subjective can't it sometimes
2: yeah, yeah. I mean every, I think every championship at the minute has got really good judges and um really good commentators and stuff like that. I think they're really pushing it now I think it's getting mm. bigger and I think more and more people obviously love it they love watching it so mm. in motorsport it's something that's only going to grow I think I don't I don't think it's going to get smaller I think it's just going to get bigger and and better hopefully I think the main thing for drift in competition wise is, it's so difficult to get the tracks because I think drifters have quite a bad reputation of ruining tracks as such. Yeah. Whereas it's it's not like that. It, it it just looks a bit hooligany, I suppose. And,
0: and, and you know, I guess there's a noise element, isn't there? That's probably
2: Yeah, noise. Yeah, definitely. Noise. Yeah,
0: some of the cars.
1: Yeah, whether this. I mean, some of the cars with the noise. Obviously, you've got some of them have got straight pipes or pipes at the sides and like that. Um, which is which is a huge issue, and the other thing yeah. is the, t- the tire squeal. A lot of it yeah. is as well. You know, that constant, constant yeah. tire squeal is actually you know, um, can be more of a, a noise pollution than, than the engines.
2: Not yeah. only that, but you you know, tracks like yourself, you put a lot of money into your track surface, mm. and when yeah. we come along sideways, ripping it up, you know, it's hard, isn't it? And then if we yeah. do come off, and you've got motorbikes going around that track, and they slightly come off the track in one of our little divots. Yeah, yeah without
0: Is Western Zoyland still uh, an active drift track?
2: So Western Zoyland is an active drift track. Um, it's actually run by a guy called Chris Kemish, who I've known years and years and years. Um, and actually, when I was first ever drifting, it was there where I went to learn. Um, the only trouble with Western Zoyland is it can only run once a month um, because of noise.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and Chris runs that. He has insurance and everything for that. Um, but it's just trying to get onto it because everyone wants to be on it and Mm. you know there's only so many people that he can have on on the page because you've just got you know you just can't keep up with it you know the amount of people that are now coming into drifting are getting drift cars wanting to learn but Mm. you know there's there's western joyland dakota so um smeaf up stadium they run drift days uh with straight liners um down this way So you can go there and do practice days they're a bit more open so you you just go on their website when they open the tickets and if you if you click quick enough you get a ticket (laughs) pretty much so but yes they're always full every drift day round is always full
0: well, the reason why I say about Western Zoyland is my parents live um, Sutton Mallet, a lovely village in the countryside, just just up from that, but just sort of between there and the A39, basically. And, uh, and, and I was sat in their garden. And, and what's lovely about my folks' place is it is in the middle of nowhere. And we sat there and then suddenly heard the noise on this one weekend of what clearly <laughs> I can tell drift cars. But the beauty was I was there going, where is that? How do I get to it? I've got to go and see this, and I never actually got to do it in the end. But I was there going, "I've got to go down to Western Island and watch what is going on there." At some point, when I'm visiting my parents and I'm that close, I have <laughs> to go and see it.
2: <laughs> you need to let me know next time, and I'll take you out for a ride.
0: Oh. I'll go oh. down. I'm a terrible passenger. I get very nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll Dr- going
2: tap
0: you
1: in <laughs> going as a drift drift uh, passenger is something else. Um, You're it really
2: what? is. I'm a Something drifter else. and I hate going in a street
0: passenger. Uh, well, sometimes, and I don't know whether we got them on tonight, but we get some of our saloon car drivers and, uh, and they take the mickey out of me because uh, I bottle out of going out in their cars half the time. But it's, it's I just love watching. I love talking about it. Uh, and if, you know, I've, got enough confidence i'd go out i mean it's just amazing to, to to watch what you guys do one of the things and i'm sure it was you that were champion of to show that there's so much more to this than than people might realize is that i i, I think i don't know whether you're championing it is the right way to say it but you feel that there it would be better served if they were split into classes is that you um, that was saying that?
2: yeah so it's difficult. Publicly, with drifting. I don't think I'm
0: getting you in trouble. I think you. I read it publicly. <laughs> so. Yeah, they're all gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> "No, it is it's hard with drifting. So if you go to sort of like around a round time attack or something like that, they they have different classes for for the cars. So you you know you just have like a, an intro to it where you just take a normal car and you can drive it, and then then you have another class where it's a certain brake horsepower, or you have another class where you have to have you know certain tires and. Stuff like that, whereas Drifting doesn't have that. So sometimes, you know, if if you are doing it off your own back, which we all do, um I don't have any sponsors. um I I go with budget tires, pretty much. They are new, but they are budget tires. And then I'm sat next to someone on West Lakes with a sequential gearbox. I just is, you know, you're at a bit of a downer before you've even started. Not saying that you have to have that to be able to drift. That's not what I'm no. saying. It's just sometimes it's a lot easier if you're on the same level with them at the start
1: yeah I mean I say picking that up I mean I saying, well, I've say i been lucky to work with the Jaxby guys and Mark Looney when he used to um when he used to drive on his um Supra and you know they had tyre deals with people like Nankang and Maxis and people like that you know and they would they could burn through tyres and I mean that Supra that, uh, that um that he ended up running in the end was I think it was a thousand brake horsepower they, they put about two 200 grand into it Something. Um you know it is it is bonkers I mean that is another another level but suppose like any sort of motors but like you say but he could be up against you if you've got if you've got through on the the style the technique
2: Yeah and not you know not saying that you you have to have all that to win I mean I've known people in yeah. pretty much standard powered BMWs and they've they've won or standard power S bodies and they've they've won I mean so don't need it it's just I it, I think it would just be good on on tires probably mainly you know, if you have a, a especially in grassroots. You know, if you go up to British Drift Championship and you haven't got proper tyres on, it's probably your own doing if you know what I mean, because you're at that level. But in grassroots stuff, I feel like you could have a class sort of non semi slick, semi slick stuff like that.
0: How many times do you get to compete over the course of a year, roughly speaking?
2: um So I try and do as much as I can. Obviously, I'm doing it off my own back. But this year, I was meant to do um, a full drift cup season. Uh, which five rounds I believe, um, and I was going to also do retro drift challenge as well um, as many rounds as then I can. Um, I do retro drift challenge because it's amazing laugh. Like the people are absolutely great, the tracks are brilliant. Um, and I was doing drift cup because I wanted to try and get my BDC license this year. Um, by now, I'd be on my fourth. Last weekend would have been my fourth wow. row, fourth weekend in a row. So I would have done, um, well, Marks would have done BDC round one. Then we would have had Coombe Action Day. Then we would have had RDC round one. Then we would have had Drift cut round one. So a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of drifting. Yeah, but with all the demos as well, because obviously we do all the Castle Coombe demos. Um, I also do was going to do this year demos for UK Time Attack, so they do drift demos. Um, and also I do uh, the demo for Motorsport Woman at Motorsports. Days live at Silverstone. Yeah, yeah in so, November. So we've got there as well this year. I was hoping to. Fingers crossed we still can. Yeah. Amazing. Let us drift around Silverstone. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, gin, fill up. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Thanks, babes. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, a lot of drift days a year. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's that, which is probably why it hurts even more. Then, because I, I just didn't quite get a feel for how many many they were. Because I mean, if you talk to, um, you know the uh, the majority of racing drivers is that they're sort of competing what eight to ten times in a over a course of a whole year, yeah, potentially. But basically, this would be an awful lot more than that.
2: Yeah, yeah, especially you know because um depending on what sort of demos you get asked to do, there's always um, tracks demo and stuff like that, which Mm. um, they do when um, big car shows, you know, they always want BHP fest. They do drift demos now because I think that's massively draws the public into any car show. Now is the drifting because people want to come and watch it. They want to come and see it. And at some of the shows they, they do, you know, taxi rides and passenger laps. And for someone who's never been in a drift car, Watching it and then sitting in a passenger seat is a completely different experience. Oh, yeah, and is, You know, I love it when I when I do taxi rides and I take people out. Just the whole like they just go stiff, and you're like, yeah. "You're all right," and they're like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> and then you think they're flipping, you know you think they want to get out, and then you pull in and you let them out, and they're like, "That was amazing. Wanna go again? Gonna go again?" <laughs> I just love that. Absolutely love it. Love people. It's safe
0: to say that would not be me. All right. <laughs>
2: If you thought I wanted to get
0: out, I I probably did. And when I got out, I'd go, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, but but Chris, you're like me. I'm a wimp.
1: Chris, you're like me, which probably leads us on a little bit um, because we've both um, been fortunate to be stitched up by uh, Mr. Terry Grant. And if you've you've been out of Mr. Terry Grant, um, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that sets you up for life, really.
2: Oh, Terry is a legend. He Is an absolute yeah. legend, isn't
1: he? Yeah, I think yeah, he pitches
2: yeah. everyone up, doesn't
1: he? <laughs> yes, yes. He always yeah. picks the biggest. He always picks the biggest. I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I've done some work with Terry. that stands a part of same as Chris has, and, and 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 Silverstone and things. But yeah, he always picks the biggest guy um, and gets them folded in half uh, in the boot <laughs> or in the back. And if he's not, and I did some commentating on him, and if he's not running you over uh, or nudging you, then he, he feels. Yeah, he feels like I think he's let you down.
2: Um, I've only
1: foot over at least once. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I found that a few times (laughs) in that legend car. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've had uh, uh, Smithy's beer. uh, Sorry, Smithy's Volvo into the back of my uh, my calves, um, and I apparently I had to ham it up and go stumbling forward. But yeah, the worst for me, I was on the mic at uh, at Santa Pod, and it was exactly that. Put me in the boot of the car, and he then had as well as himself, he had other people from the audience in there, yeah. and me on the mic still having to keep commentating from the boot of this car as he goes up a ramp and then going round on two wheels.
2: <laughs>
0: Thanks. <laughs> now, bearing in mind what I just said, Ames, that I'd be terrified in a car, mm-hmm. I'm now in a boot, on two wheels, trying <laughs> to still talk on a microphone. Uh, Terry's a pro. Yeah. Terry's a pro.
2: If get in with me, it'll be a walk in the park.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, that's what I was going to say because that sort of segued me into because you've been working with Terry, Ames. So, how did that come about?
2: Um, so, it's a bit random. Um, I got a call last year, no, not last year, year before, um, from Tessa Whittaker, who's one of my besties, um, basically saying that Terry wanted to put together a four girl drift stunt team. Um, and would I like to join in? To which I was like, yes yes i do um so yeah we we sort of um all went up to santa pod um and we used the rdx drift academy cars which is tess's drift school Um if anyone wants to go drifting she does um you know taster days and stuff but anyway um and we did autosport international 2019 um in the live action arena yeah. as part of terry Grant's stunts which was absolutely incredible um I can't even tell you the experience that was, um, you know, with Terry and all his team, yeah. um, with Tony. Tony Dixon looks after us a lot. I uh, don't know if you know Tony's got Swamp Thing up at Santa yeah, Pod. We
1: know, yeah, yeah. Monster yeah.
2: Truck, cool Monster Truck. Um, so, yeah, he he came up with us as well. Um, and off the back of that, we then got asked to go to Saudi Arabia um, last year right. you know, November time, uh, where we were... They they basically I think it was the first ever big car show they'd done in Saudi Arabia because I think they're trying to open it up out there to Ooh. more tourism, um, and obviously I think it was not last year maybe just the year before they allowed women to drive in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, um, so we were actually some of the first women ever to perform in a live uh, show in Saudi Arabia Why? to drive it. Um, and we performed for the king and the princes which was absolutely amazing like a great experience um and obviously terry got uh the guinness world record for the loop in his jaguar so to be a witness to that live the first time he'd ever done it and be part of his team like it's that up yeah that's good with me
0: is that something that's going to continue do you know working with um
2: yeah hopefully hopefully we're going to do a lot more we've um We've actually got our own stunt cars now. We've got uh, four four 350 Zs. So hopefully we're going to do a lot more. We were hopefully planning to go back out to Saudi and do a bit more out there. Um, They wanted us to go back out, which is cool. But obviously with all this happening this year, everything's just got shut down, stopped. Um, So hopefully next year we'll do more. And I know that Terry wants to push us a bit more to do more stuff. Um, so I'm trying to persuade him to teach me the two-wheel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and picking up on the Terry Grant thing, have you started getting involved with uh, uh, a group that are close to, I was going to say my heart, I think it's fair to say our heart, and I know do a lot with Terry Grant, Mission Motorsport?
2: No, I haven't, actually.
0: There just seems to be a major crossover there, and, of course, that's the um, uh, mm. the, the, the military Yeah. Um, and and just he he does an awful lot with Terry Grant, and that would yeah. be a good area to to see you guys involved with as Definitely, well. Definitely, yeah. And of course, picking up on the uh, and I know uh, you put it in your in in your bio, but frankly, we knew this anyway. A massive advocate of of women in motorsport, and and it's something that we are loving that is increasing. Some things were questionable at the start, like uh, the uh, the W series, but it seems to be doing really, really well. Really well. There's just more and more, in general, um, uh, getting involved and 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 at all levels, not just the drivers, but in in all levels of the motorsport, which is Mm -hmm. brilliant to see. And, of course, on Wednesday, actually, you might want to watch because we've got our Queen of Coombe is going to be our guest on Wednesday. And before anybody says anything that's washing, yes, they are going to be on the show. Ilsa and Brian Cox are going to be on on Wednesday <laughs> night. And, of course, Ilsa has won loads of races at Castle Coombe for many, many years. So she's a champion of the uh, the women in motorsport as well.
2: Yeah. I think it's just massive, isn't it, at the moment, women in motorsport? There's so so many things out there. And I know last year we did a lot to promote it with fast star and we they did yeah. um, sort of an an off thing called fast her in which fast star put six six of us six women six different women in their time attack m 3 and we each did a round of uk time attack because there's hardly any women in time attack i think they just wanted to promote that you can go there it's not yeah. that scary and i think a lot for a lot of women that's that is the main bit stopping them even with the drifting, I get it so many times. I have girls saying, oh, but I don't want the boys watching me. Oh, but I don't want the boys there. Like, the boys are good. Use them. Use their knowledge. <laughs> you know? Learn from them. Get in a drift car with one of them. Watch what they do. Like, you know. Every-
1: yeah, without doubt.
2: In a day and age where it doesn't matter, does it? Like- but,
1: but I always find drifters are a pretty good bunch. Most of the ones I've ever worked with um by a few which i won't name but most most of them all have very helped especially the grassroots stuff but even up to the inner bdc stuff, but most of them all, all i've always kind of been lending each other things yeah. especially at Coombe, when i've seen triggery rebuild cars in you know for people i've seen all sorts of things going on and i do tend to find and, and i've even seen the public go up and ask and i don't think i've ever seen a drifter not be helpful male or female and I've, I, you know and I've, there's been a few there's we're still a good few uh, female drifters around but belinda was um one a few years ago that um, i did some stuff with him but you know just flying always flying the flag but really a good community spirit i've always felt
2: yeah massive community spirit um any practice day demonstration competition if something goes wrong with anyone's car everyone will muck in help yeah. lend parts it's just it is like you know it's amazing how how people come together and yeah. share things and you know even lending cars out i've seen people say oh take my car." you know it happened yeah i think it was last year uh one i think it was ryan's car broke so marcus lent him his car and said you know go out because he he was high in the high in the standings of um rdc and mark said you know take my car go out of my car
0: yeah That's you know, amazing that's amazing you know, you yeah, to do that indeed. It's it's massive and I'm going to jump in because I'm conscious that the uh, the messages on the side. If I'm not careful, we're going to lose some off of the top. Actually, I've never noticed this oh, actually right. happen, but it it is. Um, so first of all, Barney Gale says, "How many cars do you have?" He's a newbie to this, apparently. Oh
2: gosh!
0: <laughs> Are you a, um, between me
2: and Marcus, we've got too many.
0: <laughs> that yeah. said a lot, Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that said enough. Is the pause was absolutely perfect. This one you oh. might be able to answer because your teammate being cheeky again, Josh Wyman.
2: Oh, Josh. How,
0: how many pillows do you need <laughs> to Read and it's,
1: and you worry about women in motorsport of attitude like that. See, yeah, with teammates so, like that. Eh? <laughs> so Josh
2: is saying this because. When I have a go in other people's cars, I can never reach the pedals. So I nick all the cushions off of everyone's bucket seats and I wedge myself in the seat between the harness and then I go on out. Um, when I had my first 14, I had a pillow that I kept in the car because I couldn't reach the pedals. <laughs>
0: That's brilliant. Well, we've seen the photo of you in the engine bay, so we know how short you are. That's for sure, Chris. <laughs> hey, I'm too tall, so I'm allowed to say it. we are losing a lot of these off the top. So I'm going to now rattle through this. David Campion from uh, Wiltshire College says the students love the drifting too. Yeah. Uh, Tim Perry, that one's gone, so I can't put it up. But he did just say is that quarry just absolutely uh, fills up the uh, around the spectator area. Um, Chris Perrin says, "Is it true you taught Marcus everything he knows about drifting?" <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd get him in uh,
2: Well, yeah, most of it. No, i joking. We both <laughs> learnt together at the same time. So, you know, we've we've helped each other out along the way, I'd like to think.
0: Good. Uh, Matthew Harker's just stick it in the door. Well, I think less said about that, the I'm better. You so oh, in.
2: too so I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, good to see the Mason is here as well. Chris Mason from the medical crew. Uh, if you want some drifting, come out in the LDV rescue you. I've, especially seen
2: him. I've seen him do it.
0: We have. We all have. And uh, I tend to talk about it when I'm in the commentary box. Uh, Sean Lewis has said, haven't feel it, finished feeling sick yet. And I'm assuming he's talking about the past. When he went out, yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs>
0: um One of our regulars here is that uh, the goose is just definitely saying car girls are a gift from God, especially drifters. So he's a huge (laughs) fan of everything there. And he doesn't mean that in a bad way. Goose is good. (laughs) Um, Gerald Howe, another one of our regulars, went in a Skyline as a passenger a couple of years ago. Seems like the driver had two pairs of legs and hands. Awesome experience. Better than any theme park. (laughs) (laughs) How do you do it?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, that's something I've found. Um, so normal racing car drivers, when they get in with us and we let go of the steering wheel, they have a panic, <laughs> panic You're attack.
0: You're not selling your <laughs> <a laughs> passenger ride to me.
2: <laughs> so actually, when I went to Silverstone last year and I, and I did the Mo- Motorsport Days live demo, there was all the top race teams there. Um, and yeah, there was a couple of old school, old boy school racers, you know, and uh, they they didn't know what the Skyline was. They didn't want anything to do with it. It was luminous yellow, you know. And I went out and did the first demo. They come over. Oh, do you think I could come out with you on the next boat? <laughs> I said, yeah, sure, yeah, get in. Took them out. They just did not understand how you could let go of a steering wheel because they're so used to... Yeah.
0: yeah. So, Ten yeah. and two. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it on the road, guys. Uh, yeah. No, no, exactly right, yeah. Uh, base Carter, yes, Dilly Dilly, good to see that going. Peggy Spackman, one of our uh, oh, major yeah. car girls uh, from, uh, uh, I've got a mental block Slip now. Slip and grip. Slip and grip, thank you. I don't know what Slip happened, grip. I had a mental block. Um, you know, she's obviously another one that's really going to be yep. keen with everything you're doing.
2: And she yeah. does a lot, of, um, a lot of women-only days, I believe, as well, track days. So any women sort of wanting to have a go at a track day and doesn't want the boys there. Exactly. give Peggy a message
0: It's although sadly I think with this pandemic is it's taken a big hit this year because yeah. they're going to end up with so few that they, it may be a 2021 thing that they're going to do so keep an eye on that women yeah. only uh, track days through slip and grip they're going to be doing a major push on that next year for sure Yeah,
2: um,
0: they may be able to get something in before the tail end of the year I just got a suspicion that there may not be enough days uh, to be able to do that um, I'm going to leave that one out <laughs> Uh, this is a good one. Josh asking the question, and I don't know whether he's stitching you up or not, but he said, uh, what speed do you enter a drift into Quarry Corner?
2: Depends how brave you're feeling. Yeah. <laughs> now, to be fair, probably 80, 90. Um, <laughs> I don't tend to look at the uh, speedo, to be fair, when I enter, but... What was the um, top entry speed when we did that competition, Tom? Can you remember? So, you know, I
1: was just... And you can ask me that. Um,
2: was it 110 or something? I was going to
1: say it was about 110. Yeah, that was... Um, yeah, that was... Uh, Chippy did it a few years ago and we did it with BDC as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, on the old Jackfest days. And, um, yeah, I think they were going to play Raven Rise at about 120. They are going to... 110. Yeah. I do remember. Um, going in sideways. There was one guy. Who was the lad? I can't remember his name. And he really... Yeah, I don't know what he was on, but he he pushed it something else. I can't think of what his name is, but yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you can, you can. I mean, again, it's yeah. It, it's just if you
0: lose it, isn't it? And you end up in <laughs> the soda <side> quarry. <laughs> that's
2: yeah, that's not great. I've been in there.
0: Although the, the, the rector cell bar is up there, does that give you a little bit more confidence to push it into there?
2: They are bouncy bags.
0: Yeah. Bouncy bags. <laughs>
2: yeah, they're amazing, aren't they?
0: try
2: not to hit them you hey. go in and then you bounce back out and you're like oh it's still
0: it, a car it, it is <laughs> brilliant because exactly yeah, that we, we have is. like the races where we, it means that they they do they bounce back out i'm going to call them that in the commentary from now on bouncy bags i like that, that steady chris <laughs> <laughs> um that, that they that suddenly they get to rejoin the race instead of suddenly losing them you know half damaged up there and uh that's cool i they are really, really good. But we're always worried that it gives people a, a bit too much confidence, though, as well. Yeah, of course. I'm going to put this one up just because it's an interesting comment. Gordon, uh, let us run RDC at Coombe if you want to see comps there. <laughs> we would love that, but I'm not sure that the noise would uh, stand. Yeah,
1: fortunately. Just the, lay- the track and everything else, the layout and everything, it just doesn't lend itself really to... To competitions, really, as and well. you know that, and saying we don't yeah. want
0: it because we would love.
1: No, no, just it just doesn't. Yeah, we've 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 been asked a few times. I've had conversations with various people. You know, I know Mark sweeps um, really well from the used to be BDC uh, and Paul when they ran it, and they say the JDM All Stars. It's just, it's just doesn't. It's just not quite. It's just not quite right for it, really.
0: Yeah, it's not, know, not it, quite it, right it's... for our guest either.
2: i <laughs> gone <laughs> There you go.
0: <laughs> you had. Uh, Nigel Forrest from uh, Alton Park, one of the nickerbrook hardcore. They have a round of drifting at Three Sisters. They do? Yeah. So uh, that's all he's saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. yeah, I Nigel,
0: Nigel will be watching anything motor racing so I'm only joking I'm winding him up there uh, young, uh, young Racing, Young Carter from memory Alfie uh, Gendal Racing, hi Ames what is your favourite drift track you compete at and have you ever done any circuit racing
2: um, so my favourite track to compete at is Pembry GP Main Circuit um, that is so fast, it's a bit like Coombe which is really fun Obviously, we can only do the demonstrations at Coombe, which Coombe is one of my favourite tracks ever, um, but pembry main GP track, that's my favourite track to compete at. Um, circuit racing? No, I haven't. I did, obviously, the one round of UK Time Attack Championship, which I absolutely loved. Um, I was trained by a guy called Callum Lockie. I don't know if anyone's... Oh, yeah, cut, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, so he, he trained me, actually, on that um, Time Attack, which was amazing, because it's complete opposite of what... You want to do when you're drifting? <laughs> um, so to have him then tell me different things, I, you know, I was like, he's like, don't let go, do this, do that. So yeah, it was really good fun, and I'd love to do more of it, but I spend a lot of money on my drift cars. I,
0: I mean, and interestingly, then bearing in mind that what if we go back to your your roots about doing stuff is that what led you to drifting rather than either circuit racing or let's go more relevant rallycross?
2: So drifting mainly because my uncle did it um Uh, so he brought home an rx7 one day and we went around the field in that sideways um and then obviously when i used to come to castle coom they had the drifters out there the coyote drift were the main guys um watching them i just wanted to do that always wanted to do that i don't know why just
0: Oh, that's fair enough. It's only cuz where yeah. you are saying about going across the fields. I was almost out of this image that you you know you could be you know drawn to to rally cross. You even said to yeah. rally cross yourself earlier.
2: Yeah, no, I would love to have a go at Rallycross. cross. We did a rally experience day that my mother-in-law actually bought for us for Christmas. Um where we went up to um, a, a rally school and we didn't tell them that we were drifters. We just kind of pretended that we were normal people. Normal people. <laughs> you know, when you say anything, you're like, oh, yeah, I drift and this. Then they have this perception that you should be able to do it, don't you? So we were like, mm. we won't say anything. We'll just give it a go. So obviously we got in and me and Marcus both flew off the line and handbraked in around the corner. And these guys were like, whoa, <laughs> what are you doing? You know what you're doing a bit. So, yeah, it was real good. And to be fair, the guys were really complimentary about, my driving, and they they sort of said you know I was one of the their top five drivers they'd ever had at the school um which I was really proud of wow. so yeah oh, that something you you could
0: give a go at some point then
2: yeah I'd love to yeah one of my good friends she does rallying um so she's offered me to go up and have a go in her car so I'll have to take her up on that
0: and, and rallycross is massive at the minute yeah I think that would be a good area to get in. Great to see we got a message. You mentioned him earlier. The uh, monster truck man himself, Tony Dixon. Tony, we want you to come on to this show at some point as well. We yeah, without a doubt. Come on, come on, Tony. You got to come on. Um, I've got a mental block again on on the name of his truck. Swamp, Swamp thing. thing. Swamp Thing. Thank you. I've seen it so many times because, of course, a lot of the big events that I will commentate at, whether it's a brands hatch or or, or whatever is that he's there with swamp thing as well uh doing that and and of course he was with you at the autosport show last year Mm -hmm. yeah
2: and saudi arabia he was looking after
0: us as well right okay just great guy great guy real showman really Uh, good guy an awesome truck i just love that so tony we got to get you on this show as well mate you're you're linked with me on facebook so drop me a line and we'll get it sorted (laughs) um who else we got katie hill
2: That's my sister.
0: (laughs) I thought it was. Way go, brother. She's your brother, apparently. We call (laughs)
2: each other brother. (laughs) Well, Don't ask me why, but we've always called each other brother bear.
0: (laughs) That's cool. And good to see that she's she's watching as well. She did as you
2: are. Uh, My mum and my stepdad um, sent me a picture just before we started saying that they had it on ready with their their alcoholics everything. (laughs) Hi, man. I'm on the telly.
0: Hang on, hang on. Let's do that again. Right, let's put you up to to four. There you go. (laughs) Hi, Mum. I'm on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> See, not only was that you up on the uh, on full taking up the whole screen, it was with your your sister slash brothers uh, message. I put a picture of
2: that.
0: You, you, hopefully you will. You'll be able to replay it back. Don't forget, yeah. so you'll be able to do it. Do you know what? I'm going to put this up. I don't normally uh, put Scott uh, Veterinary's uh, comments up, Tom, because he stitches you up most of the time. <laughs> but I'm going to do this one because this is an intriguing comment. Do spectators vote as well? No. No God. I no. you're
2: competing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. So when
2: no, you're judged just by three judges. Um, there. Really I, I knew
0: the it team. was, but the reason why I put it up was I was like going, do you know what? That's an interesting route, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's
2: really good. Yeah.
0: We we did. Um, interesting. Here you go, a little fact for you. We did it at Jack
1: Fest about seven or eight years ago, and um. So, uh, Lex, um he used to run all the, a lot of the drifting up at Santa Pod, and he came down. And uh, Jordan, I think, it was Dri- uh, Jordan from Drifted. Then uh, oh, yeah. stood around, and they came down and did some judging. And we we opened up a competition for the Fast Car magazine and everything about you know, and all online, saying you could come and help uh, work, you know, go with a go with one of these guys and 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 judge. And it was the most they said it was the most painful thing ever because oh, really? it's just yeah, it, it, you know, the problem is is what the kind of, names are probably I don't know so different, but what maybe looks. Good, is it necessary? Technically right, <laughs> yeah. and that was yeah, the you, like,
2: you could do oh, a really good drift, and it would look yeah. amazing. There be loads of smoke, but you're not on any of the clips. Yeah, so
1: that's that's the thing with it because they, uh, yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, and,
0: and if anything, it shows that it is massively technical. There's a lot more to it. I mean, it's like yeah, for example, really you know, my 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 wife would force me to watch uh, Strictly Come Dancing or something. Yeah. And uh, and I'd go, oh, that that was a good one. And then the judges would go, and I'm like, no. oh, rhino. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean,
1: don't you think the costumes have been slipping the last couple of series, Chris? Don't you? They're just... Di- oh, anyway, that's
0: for another night. I've, I've <laughs> been waiting. have been waiting for them to slip. To be fair, but that's another story. But there you go. Uh, another one that's come up. Francesca Wyman says, "Proud
2: ah. of you. Oh, that's nice. Love she you
0: got the in. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm that, assuming that that's she,
2: Josh's wife.
0: I I suspected it was something like that. Yeah. So she's loving you, Ames. Uh, do you know Georgia, honey?
2: Yeah, she's a good girl. She's one of my drift girls. Um, yeah. So we're, we're tuning her up so she can come and join the stunt team. Oh, Excellent.
0: wow. Really? Okay. So you'll be on the show one of these years, Georgia, as well then. Keep it going. That's what I like to see. Yeah. Uh Nigel Forrest might be from up, uh, up in the northwest, but he also knows my roots, where my parents live, and he says they do auto tests and carts at Western Zoyland as well. Mm-hmm. Indeed, they do. And learner uh,
2: drivers. So you yes. can go and pay your money and have a go around in your learner car.
0: Which we do at Castle Coon, by the way. Young driver experience and everything as well, by the way. Just got to put, promote that as well. Yeah. Uh, Dave Rogers, Dilly Dilly, one of the Orange Army. Drift hey, smoke Dave. has the luscious smell ever. <laughs>
1: Burnt clutch,
0: burnt I tell you, it does. I mean, mine wasn't drifting. Mine was just, uh, um, you know, watching racing from from uh, Quarry when I was, what, five years old was where I fell in love with racing. And it was as much the smell as well. Yeah. It gets you, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, the smell, the noise. It's just, yeah. a, it's just a massive atmosphere and people love it. You know, they, they just, like, it gets. they feel like they're involved, I think. It's different when you're watching normal track racing because every car that comes around kind of looks the same as such. They're taking the same lines. They're take, making the same noises as such, aren't they? But when drifters come around and there's such an array of noises coming out of these cars, yeah. you know, because you've got big screamers on them. clattering, the yeah. And the tyres piling out smoke and it's just, it's just a load of action in it. And people are like, ah.
0: Yeah. Although saying that, Ames, is that you're saying about that I've got to go out in the passenger seat with you. You'll have to come up into the commentary box with me for a track day, yep. track racing event, so that you can see it is exciting, the track racing as well. <laughs> have got to teach you that side as well now. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's, it's a, a lot of it's attention span, isn't it?
1: I mean, that's the thing we tend to find yeah. as well. You know, it's, it's, that that short, sharp, yeah. <laughs> it's that short, sharp burst, isn't it? You, know, it? you know, it's there, it's done, it's over. And I think that's where they, when people go. And when you go and watch a competition, like I said the first time I did, very different, very, very different because it's, you know, it's not that, you know, that five minutes or, or 10 minutes or 20 minutes. It's that, you know, they, they're going out, they, these guys have got to be seeded. They've got to get through And it's very different, the competition level.
0: Which, which, interestingly, is there's a bit major crossover with that nature with Rallycross. We were talking about that earlier yeah. as well because they've done that whole short, sharp thing. I know we have it at Castle Coombe, is, is that a lot of the spectators prefer the sprint races compared mm-hmm. to the not just endurance races, but just the longer races, isn't it? Yeah. So, and yours is the epitome of that is that the bang, bang, keep going, isn't it? Quick, fast. And the organisation as well to keep them going one after the other is amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah. All the marshals keep us going, um, which is really good because without them telling us, you know, when to go and who's come in and who's not, it'd be a free for all out there, wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Scott has actually said being a passenger is fantastic, so someone advocated. Yeah, We, yeah, we stitched
1: uh, stitched him up. Well, that was with I think that was with Belinda a few years ago.
2: Yeah, I got think Jack, first. Well, she was getting back into it this year, I believe. Uh,
1: okay. This year, I believe. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, this, this year. This this year. And he, uh, yeah, and um, yeah, he got out shaking. When in, when in, when in, i say when in a man came out a boy.
0: <laughs> I'm not. It's not selling it to me. Is there something in drifting called a Grand National?
2: No.
1: No. no Someone's just asking about the Grand, the race
0: meeting. Uh, um. Oh. On the
2: wrong channel.
0: I I didn't think it was called that anymore. That was the only reason why I paused because I didn't think the bike race meet was called that anymore. Um, Tony Dixon himself has asked a question: uh, Ames, if money was not a problem, what car would you make a drift car from? A Monster truck. Yeah,
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, swamp thing. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen him do donuts in it. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Now I don't know. um, Don't you think a Ferrari going around drifting look quite cool?
0: That word could it? Yeah,
2: sick.
0: Can you drift anything, or what could stop a car from drifting? Silly question. I know. Wheel drive, yeah. When we <laughs> unless
2: you're in reverse or you got some McDonald's trays. <laughs> yeah, you need rear wheel drive car.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I guess as long as it's rear wheel drive, it can just literally be anything.
2: Yeah, the trouble well, with the modern bit. stuff is all the uh, all the electronics. That from uh, drifting and stuff like that, but I'm pretty sure they have buttons on them. Like, you know, I've sure never had one, but turn it off.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, just suddenly thinking about that is it reminds me of um Richard Hammond for top, when he was back on Top Gear um when they tried to get teach him to drift. And yeah, it to how hard it is is that he just could not do it for toffee. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's quite a technique, to be fair. I think people always think they're going to come into it and they've done a roundabout so they're they're gonna boss it and it's just not like that because when you've got to start linking things and changing gear and and you know putting the car in different positions it is quite technical i don't think people quite realize how technical yeah. it is
0: especially as that's someone who, who's rather proficient at crashing cars as well and yet he couldn't get it sideways <laughs> <laughs> oh richard hammond didn't it <laughs> um <laughs> But it goes to show that it is uh, it is very, very tricky indeed. Uh, I told you this would happen, by the way. I'm going to put this up. Matt Parr, one of our saloon car drivers, future champion. I think. Come on, Chris, don't back out of this one as well. Because I went out with uh, one of the, his his teammate in a passenger seat at the end of last season. And then Matt was going to take me out in his uh, class winning car. And I bottled out of it. So he's, he's already given me grief about bottling out of that one. So it's not good uh tim perry well done mrs Dawes. you're good to our chris hopefully she knows that that's nearly empty again but there we go <laughs> <laughs> uh tony dixon again said and your stump work aims but obviously we have now covered that yeah um nath toms
2: oh yeah nice yeah
0: is a, Ames is a superstar, always said she would go places when she doubts herself and look where she is now. That's interesting, Aww. then, because I, I love these stories and, and and I'm a true believer in this as well. That, therefore, suggests that you had times. Feel free to go for a walk, by I'm the way. I'm just Ames. going
2: for a walk because we have running out of factory on the laptop. So is, I got is, to this, the
0: <laughs> is this your uh, hours daily exercise or something? Hang on.
2: I've got the plug now.
0: <laughs>
2: it just flashed up like seven percent, and thought it was going to kick me off. I thought,
0: oh do... Yeah, don't do that to us! Uh, they'll give me grief for it.
2: Plugged in. for the laptop
0: You've <laughs> doubted yourself though, by the sounds of that.
2: Yeah, I think that's just me. That's my personality. I always doubt myself and think that I'm not good enough and that I can't do it and stuff. And um. People like Nathal is like, you just don't realise, you know, you're doing really well and stuff like that. And it means so much to me when people do do that because I'm a bit of a self-doubter and, you know, I do mess things up now and then, but we all do, don't we?
0: We do, especially we've watched enough of them, Tom, on the drift demo. So I think that it's just part of it. Yeah. Got be on yeah. The, I'm going to coin uh, coal Trickle from Days of Thunder on the edge of Out of Control. Um, that's drifting.
1: Yeah, it's normally when they go mangy and down the, down the start finish and end up in the wall or on the grass or <laughs> bits of bumper come off
0: and the pit wall cracks itself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's normally, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Um, so, and uh, Dave Rogers says someone's got to take care of me with the gin. <laughs> apologize about this, they're all getting involved with all sorts because. That would be me. She's looking after me. Uh, <laughs> Nate Tom's again saying you're a star. Here's um, it, it a good question. Mike Cotton asking the question, did I understand that you're not sponsored and why? Get a
1: checkbook out, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mike. <Yeah.
2: laughs> um, I don't know. I, I don't. It's difficult, isn't it? Because with racing, I think there's a lot more in it with drifting i don't think there's not much sponsors would get out of it i don't think and, and it's hard trying to ask someone to pay for my hobby as such or, or you know i'm i'm happy to help out companies and you know push their brands and stuff like that but i'm not one of those people that pushes for help and money you know I people come along and they're like oh you know i'll get help you out with this I'm more than happy to be like, oh yeah, what can I do for you in return? Let's work together. And there's a couple of people that you know I'm speaking to about different things, but I don't know. I just I find it a bit awkward.
0: I and and I get that on the feeling awkward. And just to take Mike's uh, comment further, because I'd agree, it's like you. <laughs> if I take my business head is that as a business person to get involved with someone is that you're looking for someone marketable and it's like, you are, there's no question. There's a unique story. There's, there's a, a unique potential going forward, all of that sort of stuff. And instead of thinking of it, apologies, I'm going to go a bit, uh, um, sort of teachy for a second now, <laughs> but I think it's a, a valid point because there's others that could hear this. And, and I'm tempted to try and get Jess Shanahan involved who, uh, is is a real mentor? Racing mentor is a, is her thing, and and it is about getting sponsorship. It's not about can you can you give me money to go and do my hobby? Can you pay for me to go and have fun? And what can you get out of it in terms of the the, the sticker on the car? That's not necessarily it. Is that if you're able to sort of take you and your car to an event that they may have on? If you can give them social mm-hmm. media, and it's like I would say definitely something that that you should look at i think there's an awful lot of people that we're involved with at our circuit that that could get more interest probably not at the moment i accept but you know definitely do it and don't think of it as just paying for your for your hobby it's like what can you do for them how can you help yeah, their exactly. charities yeah. how can you do all of that another conversation in more details for another time and i'm, I'm i said to you tom before didn't i that i think we should get, get jess Shanahan uh, on as a guest to sort of give people some advice on, on yeah. how they can can get this sort of stuff. Yeah, before nice. the season gets back underway, which it will. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, apologies about that. That uh, Ames. That was just sort of uh, giving some of my my two pennies worth there as well with my two sort of uh, strings to my bow. Nigel Forrest, does Ames prefer left or right hand drive drift car?
2: I've never driven a left hand drive. Mm. So I'd have to say a right-hand drive, but I'd give a left-hand drive one a go.
0: Okay. So it's not a prefer, it's just circumstantially you haven't had?
2: Yeah, I suppose because we normally drive on the right-hand side. It's just more natural, I suppose, isn't it? You know, I don't know if I'd bash the door in <laughs> trying it's to get like... the
0: music. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably not that daft a question, is it? Because, of course, you, you guys must sort of have yourself... Um, Able to get some good imports as well.
2: Yeah, Japanese stuff always comes right hand drive though. So oh, does it? we tend uh, to have a okay. problem with that. Yeah,
0: fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Have you ever? Uh, I, this is probably a really silly question. Have you ever managed to take drift to the road legally, uh, or at least semi-legally, as it is? <laughs> you know, is? I'm thinking Paul Walker and all of that sort of stuff. Is that have you ever been able to do anything like that
2: legally? no
0: <laughs> we'll leave it at that we'll leave
1: it yeah at that. <laughs> the um yeah there might be the Kyoto boys they um all based in bristol mostly down off the uh ring road yeah. and i remember speaking to them a couple of times saying i'm pretty sure it was you i could hear at about three or four o'clock in the morning blatting down the uh the, the the ring road between no no last there aren't many people yeah. when i'm out at that time of the morning in purple uh a, a bright <laughs> was it purple Pink, sorry, pink, pink. um what was it? The RX seven, The RX
2: seven, yeah. Yeah, pink yeah, no, def- definitely yeah, definitely not them. Definitely not them. No, no, you don't stand out at all, do you? No, it used to be quite a big thing, and I think everything's changed now, hasn't it? I think it's more people are more aware of drifting now. They they know more what it is, and I think back mm. then it wasn't so so well known and. I think you could kind of get away with saying, you know, oh, it's a bit slippery or a yeah. night and stuff like that. And, you know, I think people I think people still do it. but I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah. Moving on. Oh, just sorry. keep everyone out of trouble. there. <laughs> uh, Gordon makes a comment. Most drifters aren't sponsored, unfortunately. That's a valid point. And maybe, you know, it's more about, say, for example, Garage 500 being sponsored. With its yeah. crew, you know that kind of thing, and bringing more. I would love to get involved in you know TV work because I can imagine that drifting would make some great TV shows and, and what have.
2: Yeah, they've done a few. There's a few sort of shows and stuff that people done like um, Queen Bee's. Obviously, just done her um, show on on basically starting out drifting and how she did it, and I think she finished on on drift on a drift cut round at, in Scotland. And um, so there's a few shows like that that have happened. Um, But but again, like people love watching it live. So I think they would watch Mm. TV shows on it and stuff. And obviously all the YouTube channels, James Dean and people like that, you know, all the big people, Adam LZ, people love watching it.
0: Well, exactly. That's why I think a highlights program after the event as well would would be good to sort of like take us through a season and, and, you know, the standings and the ultimate champion. Because presumably it does all of that, is that you're accumulating points during the, the course of the season.
2: Yeah, so because obviously it's a, it's a championship, so. your aim is to win the championship. So yeah, you go to all the rounds and you and you get your points and and you make your way up the championship.
0: Now I'd like to see highlights of that. Um, let's have a look. I'm gonna, ch- I've got to read ahead on this one. Two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm safe to put this one up. I thought I would be Peggy Spackman. I'm going to have to put read out the rest of it because it won't all fit up there. The okay. intimidation that the girls feel at tracks is why we, as well as many other companies, are trying to run Girls Only Track Days too to help introduce them in at their own pace. And that's why you were very complimentary of what they're, they're attempting to do there. But I, I, to to take that in a slightly different angle is that I'd almost got the feeling is that the... Whilst the track day environment may be like that, that the, it doesn't do that in the drift environment. Uh, does, I I'd
1: I'd also, Chris, sorry on that. I totally disagree with that comment because I think that's you know we run we run lots and lots of successful track days. We're open to absolutely everybody, men and female. If they, you know, if people feel intimidated, um, I don't think that. I, I think that's a little unfair because I think that's you know, not. That's about maybe some of the people taking part, not 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 how track days are run. Or organized or managed and I think that's a really sad thing that if if, if people feeling like that and I you know, and I, I know I'm all for mixed sports I'm all for you know that and I think you know there's lots of people lots of stories about you know um going through different forms of sport or any any sport so I'm quite I'm quite gutted when you re, when you read things on like that or, or or it's perceived like that because I think it's quite sad because it shouldn't be in this day and age it shouldn't it, it, shouldn't, shouldn't, it shouldn't be a barrier entry it entering. shouldn't be barrier so so that's what we need to sorry I'm going to rant but that's what we need to root out in my personal opinion, that's what I need to root out. You know, if, if, if a female's coming to a track day or anyone comes to any any track day and feels intimidated by anybody there, star, no. another customer, I'd be the first person to want to know so I could, you know, root out the problem because it's, it's not what it's about.
0: And and picking up on that, Ames, is that that attitude by Tom is what we need to see throughout it, the whole thing, isn't it? Is to make sure that, that any of that attitude is stamped out.
2: Yeah, and I think, to be honest, that most tracks, most competitions, every Drifting event, that is the attitude. Everyone's the same. Like we, we all get on. We all, we're all, you know, equal. Mm.
0: And and in fairness, is that what Peggy and and those guys are trying to do? Is that people, you know, you used to use the word perception there, there, Tom? Is that it's like if there are some of the the girls that want to go and do it, but they're perceiving, oh, I'm going to feel or be made. To, you know, to, to be intimidated or whatever. They get into their own realms. Then they suddenly go, oh, do you know what? This is OK. Then they meet with people like you, Ames and Peggy herself and go, no, 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 you can come to these track days. You've then got Tom and who's, you know, at the top level organising these things and others that are going, we will not tolerate this. It's being stamped out. Yeah, so, t- 100%. I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm gobsmacked in this day and age. And I, I know, you know I, I I
1: said, I've just, you know, maybe like I said, I just gobsmacked hear at this, this, this day and age because I say we have lots of, you know, females come on our on our events, especially the, the, the motor the motorbike track days. Lots of females, lots of female instructors, lots of females involved. I know that's the motorbike side. So don't get me wrong, but you know, the cars. I've never heard anything bad about any of our our days. So I just want to make sure. That's and that's cool. worth
0: bearing in mind is that we say a lot about the others is that Castle Coombe organised some great uh, uh, track days as well that you can get out on track in in your car. So definitely look at that once we get things up and running. Obviously, that's stopped at the moment as well. Sadly, yeah. No idea what this is, uh, Ames. Tom Hinks. What happened to Ryan's car? Are we able to talk about that or no? <laughs> we
2: can do. It blew up. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I think one of the I think the oil jet stuck open or something at a round of RDC.
0: Um, oh, really? it was when
2: we were at uh, the the cart track at RDC at Penbury, and he went out in the thirty two, and it was a very wet wet day, if I remember.
0: Oh, gold blind. But
2: Tom is also part of Garage
0: 500. Uh, I think that this uh, Barney Gales put a brilliant answer. Thanks. I think that was in answer to how many cars have you got? And that was your pause, was a brilliant answer, to be fair. <laughs> Too many, you said. <laughs> um, Dave Rogers, one of the uh, Dilly Dilly uh, Orange Army. Marcus's car is my daughter's fave. Ah. Oh. I think we're allowed to say that, aren't we? You're not going to get offended by him saying that. (laughs) Uh, Did you get... What was this? Tony Dixon said, did you very get a Swan Ames? Tony's been on the gin as well.
2: (laughs) He's been on the gin, Um, hasn't he? Yeah. If I think if I know what he's going on about so in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it's a loaded
0: question. Translator. Translator as well now, Ames.
2: <laughs> when we were in Saudi Arabia, we, one of our performances was a, how do I say it? We basically did a, 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 a performance to Swan Lake. Um, oh. where we did precision driving. So all of our cars literally were bumper to bumper the whole, um, the whole performance. And before we went out, we we used to go here, are the swans.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I'm guessing that he's on about the swans in the morning.
0: Now you know that he's managed to embarrass you on air. There we go. <laughs> Uh, good to see Lee White, another one of the medical crew. Oops, late in attendance. Looks like I missed it. Oh, no, you haven't. We're still going. You know me. I'm going to still be going at this time. Um, lovely comment by uh, Georgia Honey. Such a role model for women in motorsport. Need more people like you. Need some more of your pro coaching soon, please.
2: There you go. <laughs> I, uh,
0: but because I've just read that out, I get a 10% cut. So, uh, as your agent, there, so <laughs> <laughs> uh. Gareth Kernock, who's the best person you met through drifting? Apart from us. (laughs) Yeah, obviously.
2: Obviously you two. Um, The best person. There's so many.
1: Trig. He's got to be up there. Trig's a legend.
2: Trig's a legend. Um, Obviously met, you know, some of the the best drifters, James Dean, Martin Richards, um, all my team, Garage 500. Um, Tessa, Tessa Whitlock, my best friend. Um, there's loads, like, I love everyone that I've met through drifting.
0: Well,
2: that's
0: good. Cool. That did become a bit, a, a bit like I would. I want to thank my mum, my dad, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Barbara,
2: and, um, <laughs> my uncles, aunt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just keeping yourself out of trouble. I like to see that. Uh, let's have a look. What else we got? I think we possibly answered this. If money, uh, Goose, uh, one of the quarry hardcore, if money was no object aims, would you still stick with Jap cars or would there be something else? Because everybody seems to go the Jap route, don't they really?
2: Yeah, I, I love Jap cars. I will probably yeah. yeah, I would stick with them unless Ferrari wanted to give me a drift
1: Ferrari. <laughs> far Star, you're saying about their names, they're building yeah. a, a matching... T- Twin pair, aren't they? Of um, M3 BMWs, I think, or M4 BMWs, is that right?
2: Uh, yeah, I think they're M3s,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, Yeah,
2: they're too long the- yeah, down low until they're done. Um, but yeah, Luke. they're. Uh, <laughs>
1: Oops, some- they're out of the bag. <laughs> um,
2: so they've got uh, Jamie and Andy driving for them. So they'll be a- yeah. matching cars. And then obviously Luke drives the Bentley in the Time Attack. Yeah, Thank you so much for motorsport I'm yeah, they yeah.
1: They're nice guys, good guys, All really
2: good guys. Yeah, but, you know, Luke's a really good friend of mine.
1: Yeah, he's nice. They've been down, we're trying to get them involved. Uh, hence, on you about the the obviously secret project that I've just uh uh talked about, but yeah, that we really want to because that Bentley is just, just something else.
2: Oh, it's mad, just absolutely
1: unbelievable. Mad. I mean, it's just unbelievable.
0: I want to yeah. see that now. That sounds intriguing. Yeah, Yeah.
1: they went went and bought it from, um, I think it was M-Sport, I think. Um, (laughs) Really? Race race ready. um, Bentley, uh, brand new, off the shelf, um, as much as you can get. Mm. And, uh, yeah, and then tweaked it uh, to run on on, on FunSack, And it's it's gone that crazy. um, There's loads of, I don't even know if I should have mentioned some of it, but they were um, were developing all sorts of things with it. And Bentley, Bentley themselves were um, back getting involved because they just couldn't believe what they were doing with that car.
2: I
0: yeah. haven't even considered. Haven't even considered. So yeah, amazing, amazing stuff. Amazing yeah. stuff. And just yeah. in case anybody missed, it was Tom Davis. Yeah, Tom that's, Davis. It, yeah. yeah that's it. Yeah, that's it. me. <course>. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to with me. Um, I don't know whether to put this one up or not, but I'm going to do it. Matthew Harker has said, "Have you ever had a f- massive failure out on track, resulting in you having to retire from the competition? And if so, what was the issue?"
2: Um.
0: That sounds very specific a question.
2: <laughs> very I'm trying to think. Competition, no. I don't think I have. But obviously I've crashed at Castle Coombe. <laughs> um, went into quarry and then uh, the through the radio. <laughs> 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 it come out like yeah, a bit twist bit squished. But um yeah. A competition, I don't think I have, to be fair. Massive failed, like, as in driver fail most of the time.
0: But surely it's not out of the question that you'll get phased because the stress that they're put under is massive. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah they are, because obviously you're basically limiting your car as fast as it will go, um, whilst going sideways, with not a lot of pressure in your rear tyres, because you want the grip. So, yeah, you're putting a lot of strain on your engine, and... And you know, we we normally. <laughs> so I just see Marcus's comment. <laughs> Can I come home for dinner yet?
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> um.
2: Yeah. So it was putting a lot of lot of stress on the cars. Yeah. Or not even not only on the engines, you're putting on the, the whole chassis, all the arms, mm. everything. So nut and bolt check every time you go out. Um, engine oil changes, oil filter changes all the time.
0: Yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that. Right, I'm conscious then that means we're getting you gradually more in trouble. So let's get through some of these comments and keep you out of trouble. Uh, James Badham, you said about the fact you love Pembury. He said that Pembury was the last track he went to last year, but that was the C1 insurance race, a bit different. Oh, there's a scoop, Tom. Tony Dick. Yeah, yeah. there's
1: a bit of a story there. Um, there's a massive story there. Um I did a bit of work with Tony uh, a few, well, about a month or so ago. Well, more than that, actually. Crikey. And we were at, yeah, uh, it, it, the, the noise of that. Thing, I think it's 100 and 125 dB on tick over. And I'm sure he'll jump in. And I think it's something like 150 or something. And it's um, And it's at full anger. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a little bit loud. It's a little bit loud. But we were going to do something with him, uh, yeah. And we we couldn't we couldn't um, do that. But really, the timing's pretty bad at the moment with things.
0: But like, I'm yeah. going to read into that that he's going to come on our show.
2: Yeah, yes.
1: Yeah, that as well. You know, yeah, questions. Yeah, I think I think I think so. I saw That's that
0: a couple awesome. of questions. I haven't seen him face-to-face for a good while since I've been on the mic at a couple of things with him, but it's been a good few years. I've been at the circuit at the same time, but I'll be busy, like, say, uh, American Speed Fest, for example, uh, on the mic for that with the NASCARs and and what have you, and he'll be up there performing. And from my commentary box, I get to see his swamp thing leaping through the air, (laughs) but I'm over in the box, not able to go over and uh, and actually grab a word with him. So it would be great. Tony, I'm delighted if we can get you on. Uh, and Dave Rogers, yeah, saying uh, get uh, Swamp Thing at yeah, so, sorry, yeah, yeah, Unsurprisingly, that's what people are doing. I'd love uh, love to marshal a monster truck day. I'd agree with that. Um, let's get through some of these comments there. Georgia Honey will try my best. That's going to be to you. Uh, yeah, love this one. Leslie's van for a drifting. <laughs> <laughs> He'd give it a go, wouldn't he? I think it's finally gone. Has it? Mm. The sooty van? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm, dis- I'm even yeah. more distraught now. Uh, Barney Gale, do you have to have a hydro handbrake for drifting? That's getting very technical now.
2: Um, you don't have to, but um, when you're doing mm. really fast tracks and stuff like that, or you're twinning, you know, some, they do come in handy, slowing you down, scrubbing off speed, um, especially as you need you come over Avon into Quarry. And you're coming over quite fast, and you need to slow down. They're good for that, scrubbing off speed. But yeah, we run all hydros in all our cars.
0: For for people like me that hasn't got a clue what you're on about, what is that?
2: <laughs> it basically locks up the rear brakes. So it's a long handle in the in your driver's cockpit, and when uh, you pull it, uh, uh, the yeah, brake locks up your. You must know, have seen
1: them, Chris. They're all about up here. They're probably bigger than Amy, to be honest, aren't they? They're normally, <laughs> like that, they coming yeah.
0: i have seen them especially as i'm watching uh uh the files at the moment on uh on prime loving that so uh yeah that's good um great to hear how many girls are involved all for it by any girl so that's good that your work's just really going well there and keep that one up by the sounds of it aims um I like this one. Is that Emma Mason? So, both the Masons are with us again tonight from the medical crew. Uh, going back to the spectator voting, could you run a Facebook poll during the drift sessions on action days and give prizes? So, it, like in addition, so not competition, demonstrations, but run a Facebook poll. It'd all have to mm. be pretty rapidly done, but and then prizes out. Ames would be up for that, wouldn't you, Ames? You'd get a prize. You'd love that. Yeah. What do points make?
2: Prizes.
0: Exactly. <laughs> they are Tom. You take that one to yeah, bed. Take that to yeah. bed with you tonight, and you can think about that one. Uh, Peggy Spackman saying, "Yes, Shanahan. The public would love to hear your story. So I'll have to have a chat with her about getting that one on uh, at some point." Uh, thanks to Matt Parso yourself, as it's an experience, not just... To, that goes to show how far we are back. Becky Hill even saying that uh, Mrs. Dawes, so good to you, Chris. I know she is, mate. I've just been making uh, bacon sandwiches every day for for the last week, so hopefully I'm okay. Um, oh, and that's it. There's the good news. Uh, Jess, you're listening. So I, for, I, I, I was taking a risk because I've said this before I've spoken to Jess, but thank you for, for being aware of that, Jess, is that uh, she's, she's always happy to have a chat with Peggy, but hopefully that means that we can get you on the show, Jess. Jess and I have done a few bits and pieces together in the past, and that would be great. Uh, this is interesting. Peggy Spackman used to love going down Cheddar at night back in the day, miss living that way. And I'm waiting yeah. to see if there's a smile of recognition. It's it's, it. yeah, just... <laughs> there is. There is. <laughs> Did you enjoy that too?
2: <laughs> I love Cheddar Gorge, it's really scenic.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it? the, out there, yeah. And the cheese as well, it's lovely. Yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> uh Dave Rogers who actually lives in the same place as me here in Swindon, uh Mad Mike drifted the Magic Roundabout in Swindon in his RX7 a few years back. That yeah. would be good to see.
2: That was good.
0: I'm gutted and I live in Swindon and I never got to see that, so uh that's a shame. Uh Matthew Harkis, did you ever see the Drift Promenade uh, Hyperdrive to compete in something like that?
2: Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Um, So Hyperdrive, I think it was on Netflix, wasn't it? Um, And they basically had a series of challenges to do. Um, So they each built a car and then they had to go through like certain challenges. So doing like J-turns without hitting stuff. Uh, going through water doing donuts I think it was around certain points and then if they hit any of the lines then they lost points and um I think it was it was quite big actually but um yeah I'd love to have a go at that definitely
0: they are we're selling it selling it contact aims
2: <laughs> yeah
0: um, <laughs> duh, 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 duh. Uh, nice to see Becky Hill promoting uh women getting involved in marshalling as well so that's good yeah. to say get a lot more of them doing that
2: so um motorsport women actually do a lot with not not just getting women in cars but also the the behind the scenes part so motorsport woman also looks at getting women into the mechanics into the uh, marshalling into judging into commentary everything so any any sort of girls looking at what they want to do as a career and they want something like that just get hold of motorsport women um her name's Tara she's lovely and she's just got so many contacts and she's so loud and fiery she'll find you
0: something (laughs) definitely absolutely no that's good to hear and there's you getting in trouble with uh marcus saying am i allowed (laughs) home yet Uh, yeah he can come home and cook it
2: that'd
0: be great okay i'm now getting him in trouble as well so there we go (laughs) two for one um how do you kick it sideways very technical uh question then so take us to someone that doesn't know you're now heading up to a corner uh, how do you kick it sideways or not even a corner as we know from down the start finish straight (laughs)
2: um well how do you start this so say if you were coming into quarry you mean or or just any corner or any Any, straight?
0: anything that you can succinctly explain to someone to understand yeah i think uh, yeah i'd say i guess just yeah generally
1: i imagine probably the simplest but it's every corner is different than that
0: and we can safely say it because not many people are going out onto the road, so we know that's not why they're asking.
2: <laughs> so, you come into the corner. I'm going to demonstrate like this because it's easier. Come into the corner and then sort of as you turn into the corner, you want to kick the clutch and then steer the opposite way. And then the car will come out sideways and then you just black the throttle, keep it going. Um, the other way you can do it, but it's not as, more, it's not as fun as to come into the corner and then pull on your hydro. This will lock up your back wheels, then steer it the opposite way, then kick your clutch and carry on. Obviously, when you enter on a hydro, you lose a lot of speed. So depending on what corner you're doing, where you're drifting. And so in competition, they don't like it so much if you enter on the hydro. I
0: was about to say, because that's that's kind of like almost like the rallying style, isn't it? That you maybe do that, Even either you're going to sort of get the pendulum going beforehand or you're going to do that and, and steer. Whereas there's a lot more technique to it I mean, yeah. so say that again so you you turn then you do the clutch and turn the opposite way
2: yeah yeah Basically, i'm
0: gonna go, just... yeah, go and try it
2: <laughs> so you, need, you know you obviously need well it helps if you've got a welded diff because then the, the the rear wheels lock up together and um but, but you can there's so many ways you can do it i mean you there's you know what's called a scandy flick where you just kind of drive in yep. flick it one way flick it the other way and then carry it on as long as you get around it.
0: I'd agree, but you got to make it make it creative. I, yeah, I love definitely. the way you do that, succinctly. thank you.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of, lot on the, you know, starting with the clutch and stuff like that or just sort of powering over. It depends how much power you've got in your car as well and what pressures and stuff you're running, but you can just sort of power into it, chuck it sideways and just keep your power on and that will also take it into drift.
0: Cool. Tony Dixon confirms, yes, the Swans, that was what he, Good deciphering. And uh, uh, and <laughs> we're going to do that up in the commentary box now. <laughs> I, I don't do the swans, but um, for some reason, someone's got, uh... that was my one, apparently, flamingos. I'm more flamingos. but Both as random. Uh, Sean Faber has also said, and it was him that said, how do you kick it sideways? So he's obviously looking to get into this. I'm getting an S14 soon. Where's best to start drifting?
2: Um, so places like Weston's Island, uh, Dakota, Drift and Drag Day. Anywhere, sort of Yeah, Santa Pod. They do obviously do the Drift what you Brung days. Loads of tracks do do practice days and stuff like that. Um, Pod, western's oiland Dakota, places like that where you can sort of do, start off with a donut and then go into a figure yeah. of eight and learn car control and what your car's going to do when you do drift are uh, easier than if you was to just go to a track that's set up when you don't know what your car's going to do when it you know when it returns from a drift or whatnot that's when crashes happen and stuff so but but also going to a drift school is massively like helpful because you you drive their car for a start and they can give you the technique um of how to drift before you get in your own car so once you've got sort of you know the principles of how to do it, it it'll make it easier when you go in your own car so drift academies are, are great for that
0: Okay, so keep, have, have a search around for that to find your nearest one. Um, I think that Tim was asking the question, the difference between a hydraulic handbrake and a normal c- cable handbrake.
2: Well, obviously, so you've got, um, with a hydraulic handbrake, it, um, it's, it's on a cylinder. So you've got your, your handle then goes into a cylinder with brake fluid in it. And when you pull that, the brake fluid then goes straight through its own line to your rear calipers and locks the the breakup whereas your normal handbrake's normally on a cable so when you pull up that handbrake you're pulling up the cable which they tend to snap <laughs> or they'll stick on because obviously they've got the button so unless you get rid of the button your normal handbrake and you haven't put your button down your handbrake's going to stay on
0: fair enough hydraulic no.
2: handbrakes are just really really reactive really quick and um, really effective compared to a normal handbrake and you're efficient. just
0: yeah, Yeah.
2: you just stretch your normal cables or snap them in the end.
0: Yeah, I've done that. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, this was, uh, apologies, we probably missed it. Barney Gale, thanks uh, to Ames and you guys for this. Great answers. Thanks, I've got to go. And he gave us a wave. Uh, Nick Angle has said Tom's had a haircut. <laughs> just a trim. Is it? So have I. So have I. Look. We're all
1: right. We're all right in Chipping Sodbury.
0: I've I got the clippers out um chris mason has said that uh hype drive uh sounds like a typical day at work for me Yep, in the van um just double check to see can, can you do the reverse entry drifting that is insane that's aldrich <laughs> he's a banger racer uh he was on the other week have you done the reverse entry
2: yeah, I've given it a good go. I'm not as good as some of the other boys that do it. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched Jeff demos at Castle Coombe, but Sam Mocock is the... That's
1: it, Sam, yeah, yeah. That was on ...the
2: first-century drift king of Castle Coombe, yeah. I would say. I think a lot of people will agree with me with that. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, I'd love bonkers. to have
2: him doing, doing what he, he does, yeah. I've had a go on some other tracks, but I haven't actually tried it at Castle Coombe.
0: I don't think I've seen that yet, then. I haven't seen him do that.
2: Oh, type it in YouTube. It's everywhere. Yeah,
0: it's bonkers. Really? Where do they do the reverse entry at Coombe, then?
2: He does it over Avon into Quarry.
0: You are yeah, kidding. It is.
2: Yeah. It's quite a scale. It's <laughs> absolutely incredible.
0: I have got to see that, then. That does look uh, d- does look in many- in- incredible. Uh, do you get through half shafts? No. No. Now I've
2: got skyline skyline drive shafts which are really strong. People normally upgrade to them. So, Fair no, way. I don't. But I guess um, some people do. Yeah.
0: Uh, Michael Bowl, That's another. I'm sure that's another one of our uh, our, our drivers. Uh, V8 or turbo. 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 It is. Uh, Matthew Harkus has asked: two JZ or RB twenty six.
2: Two J.
0: Um. <laughs> Actually, uh, Michael's then taking it further. V8 or turbo or both?
2: <laughs> both. Yeah. Why not? Uh, d-
0: dilly, dilly, Dave Rogers. Last question then, by the looks of it, is who comes up with the artwork ideas on drift cars?
2: Loads of graphics companies or designers that are out there. So there's loads at the minute. Um, Craig Weston at Violent D, he does a lot of drift liveries. Um Brad and Chantel at Drift Nuts they do a lot of drift liveries excess wraps down in Devon there's loads um any sort of graphics company uh Gangster Wrap mm. and Pool um they'll if you go to them and say you want a livery they normally have designers they'll talk talk to you about what you want on your livery um what color scheme you want and stuff like that and then they'll work with the graphics company and come up with something and can then put it on your car for you
0: Sounds good. It's always got to look good. I think that was a good uh, good way to wrap it up. Yay. Hey, Hey. Take I'm all week. Try the veal. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> Ames, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Yeah,
1: no, thank you, Ames. No, thank you. No, it's been brilliant. No, it's been really good. Because a lot of people have been asking about drifting. And I think, you know, yeah, it's been good to have you on. And, you know, most of the people we've been interviewed have been race-related when we're shaped from one another. So it's really good to have you on. Um, so, yeah, thank you for your time.
2: No, thank you. Hopefully, we get back out there soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fingers crossed, indeed. Seeing yeah. there and uh, and uh, and catching up, and and maybe I'll get down to Western Zoyland at some point as well. Then, so uh, definitely. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Ames. Yeah, thanks, Ames. Take it's care. A pleasure. You take it steady. We'll catch up soon. Bye. Cheers. So that was uh, Ames that has joined us and. Fair play. Again, Brilliant. You, uh, you got it absolutely spot on. Uh, again, so many people saying thanks, Ames, as well. Uh, a great guess and so much to it. And, you know, I still yeah. again get to the end feeling that we've only scratched the surface on both the drifting and the stunt side. With,
1: with, with, with that, Without a doubt, no. And I think, yeah, and I, I, I think we should get another drifter on at some point um, as well. I think Ames is lovely. Ames is really lovely. She's just, yeah. you know, easygoing. going. People like her, like, and I think that's the thing. Like I said about the female motorsports side things, you know, is people like her are just genuinely really nice and easygoing, um, and people have a lot of respect and time for. And I think that was a key key to it. You know, Ains has been, you know, she's just been lovely ever since I've had worked with her. Pleasure working with her. she's a really good person and a good and a good um, advocate for the circuit and, and drifting action days.
0: Definitely. Um, so, uh, again, thoroughly enjoyed it, and I hope everybody's enjoying that we are. And, and I've got to credit Tom to this you've been absolutely brilliant is that trying to keep it mixed up of everything that we're doing to get a uh, uh, mixed subject areas thank you to uh, Peggy that's saying thanks guys please keep these videos yeah thoroughly enjoy them and and I have to say thank you all because they are thankfully <laughs> the comments that we do get from people and and what I have to say thank you for the most Tom is that it's all very well that we're doing this but it wouldn't be very good if we didn't have all of you guys watching it and, and without a doubt involved
1: with hundred percent. I mean, that was, that was always the nervous thing, wasn't it? When we did it, we didn't think that anyone would um, want, want to watch or listen, but, and you're right, because I think going back to that, I think, you know, having genuine honest people, really, like, Rob went down so well as well. Yeah. And I'm not saying to be honest, everyone has done, but I really do think that connection to Keem, uh, that connection to, and, the, and the passion, the passion that comes through, and that goes to show, obviously, with Brian and Ilsa on on Wednesday, um, which I think everyone's really looking forward to. But I've actually, Chris, I don't know, again, I'm ru- I like ruining things, as you know. We've finally managed to tie him down.
0: Say it. Do it, man.
1: Shall I do it? For all the yeah. Orange Army that are listening, there is only one. And, and, and do you know, when I first met him, I kept calling him R- Rupert the Bear. Um, but Richard the Beard. Richard the Beard has agreed. I think he must have got some abuse um, from the other night, um, when we said, please text Facebook message everything else. So I got on straight away and said to him, look, please, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, and he genuinely, God love him. He really thinks that people don't want to hear him. And I'm, I'm honestly saying he's going to have, he's honestly, it's going to be so good to have him on. Um, so that is, um, week
0: Sunday. Week today. Week today sorry yeah yeah, today, yeah, yeah next Sunday, yeah, so we've next got Monday. we do have the Ilsa and Brian Cox show that that never was uh, and apologies again for that, but we've got it sorted now, uh he says touching wood, uh they'll be on on wednesday, Richard beard, uh beard, he's going be with us next Sunday. The following Wednesday, I'm happy to say as well, we've got Paul Lawrence because we did mention and bless him that yeah. he's he's agreed with the technical issues because you did announce that he was going to be on this Wednesday. He's gone to the following Wednesday. I'm going to see whether we can possibly get, um you know, Steve Putt. We got Putty coming on at some yeah. point. It now looks like we can get Tony Dixon sorted out to come on as well. That'd be great, yeah. Fabulous. I think we're going to start doing a few shows. I know Tom and I have talked about this, where we may sort of have uh, two or three different guests during the course of the show, that, like smaller slots uh, to talk about. Because literally, Tom, we've got so many people we want to yeah, get. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, there's a bank holiday
1: weekend coming up, and that's kind of what got me thinking. Um, you, know, it, it, you know, it's just the fact, like I said, there's a lot of people. And I think there's so many people that... The comment and would like i think you know it's not a whole show but there's a lot of people who would love to come on and say something or you know and we could get to know people that's the other thing chris for me there's a lot of these people i don't know particularly well i see them in passing and you know i was in the butchers uh yesterday and i know he's a marshal because he came in with his avon tires cap and they were giving away the Marshall chain and i say it's great and you, you don't know these people um you see them. so yeah it's fantastic so i think yeah, there's lots of people got lots of stories to, to tell yeah. so
0: Definitely. definitely. Uh, and, and it is lovely. Thanks, Tim Perry. Thanks you guys. Uh, amazing job. D- don't stop, please. We don't intend to. Uh, we're going to keep this going. Uh, Becky, thank you. That's lovely of you to say. It's like being at Coombe without being there. That is exactly <laughs> what we were hoping for, Tom. That's, what no, we that's good. Yeah, definitely. But the best thing is to see your reaction now to uh, to Beardy coming on. Uh, Tim Perry going, hooray, finally. Uh, Becky said, "Beauty." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Lee White, yeah. yes, get on. The beard is finally going to attend. Um, <laughs> Tim Perry saying, I think his wife might have to go get on as well. Uh, she watching the last episode? Whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you to Chris Parr, which is uh, Papa Parr, as I call him. That's Matt Parr's uh, dad. Another good one. Cheers, guys. Interesting insight into a branch of motorsport. I didn't know much about and that's what I'm trying to do and I have to confess is that I you got me into it when we're doing the action days and I love it I find it so exciting and you know that's my style as a commentator I love to get excited you You kind of take that another level but um you know it it's I I didn't know much about it and it's good no no. It's the same I, as Rob, you know, Rob, with the two wheels. Is that to be able to get? Yeah, without a doubt.
1: No, without a doubt. No, no, no. And I think what I'll do is, well, I'll have a little look around in the old black book of contacts, and I think you know we'll get someone who um, can probably just talk about just just drifting. You know the styles and everything else. Not saying that Ames couldn't, but you know there's a couple of guys um, that you know would teach and drifting, and I can probably go in a bit bit more about it. So I think yeah, definitely because I think it's, it's a big thing. People do really
0: love it. Well, this is why you know i 'm going to have a chat with uh, jess shanahan and and see whether she will. She might not be be able to do a show with us because bear in mind mm. is that she her living is the racing mentor but it's like whether there's like a little bit that she can do just to give you a little tidbit and then sort of leave her contact details that you can get in touch with it, it would be yeah the, well
1: there's a load of stuff on her website isn't there that she does as well so I'm sure you know it's just sort of talking about some of the free stuff that she does and things so yeah, like I said, it's,
0: she is, yeah she is brilliant and, and I've done some bits and pieces I've got some business for my uh, media training off the back of it as well and she does some media training but there's some bits that that she's sort of got I just want to very quickly finish then with this this is a while ago and I apologize about this, but I got a beautiful email from Andrew Harmer um, uh, through to uh, Chris at Chrisdaw'scoms.co.uk. I would just like to say thanks to you and everyone involved for the live shows. Let's let's hope it won't be long before we can get back to watching the excellent racing again. As I have muscular dystrophy and use an electric wheelchair, I have found Castle Combe a great place with such friendly people and good facilities for about ten years or more now. That's amazing. Many times I've been asked if I need help getting my electric chair out of the car or help to get food or drink. My visit starts with a look around the paddock, seeing the drivers getting their cars ready, but they also make time to say hello. I then get my lunch before going on to Camp Corner for the day, listening to your excellent commentary and great racing. Looking forward to listening to Adam and Gary. That's how long ago it was. It was just before the show. Yeah. But it was just such a lovely show. And I'm sure that there's a number of you might even be able to go, oh, yeah, I know. Uh, that person, or I know Andrew, whatever it will be. But the reason why I've read that out is to compliment you all. That's how you have made this person feel oh, when yeah. he arrived. 100%. And, 100%. That... And, and,
1: and yeah, sorry, Chris. Yeah, you're you know, sorry. And, and that's the point. I think, you know, everybody, like I said, everyone always makes everybody feel feel welcome. And I've seen, you know, like you said, some of the marshals that have commented on here, some of the medical guys, everybody there, I know, will try and go out of their way. Um, to anybody, and I, I've said this before many a times, Chris. And you have, you know, if someone wants to go up in the commentary box, if someone wants to go and see behind the scenes, if someone wants to, whatever, you know, I have stopped and helped people asked me, and we will go above and beyond where we can because that's what Coombe's about.
0: No, exactly. And that was the reason why I want to say it. that's why I love the place so much. And everybody knows that if you cut me in half off Bleed Castle Coombe, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can hear noise in the background there, yeah, as I said. <laughs> <all right? laughs> well, no, it's not mine. Um, but uh, just to, to, to finish up on that, Chris Mason said, Tom, get the right black book. No comment. Get the context. Not the one with uh, Miss Witt. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> <laughs> right, mate. It's been brilliant again. Thank you all. Yeah, for cheers, point. everybody. Thank Good you. job I'm uh, picking a guest again, mate. And uh, everybody, stay safe, stay sane and stay social.
1: See you Wednesday.